Thank you for tonight. We ask, O oh God, that this short time in your presence, your will will be done in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Please be seated. And um, I want to believe that tonight God has brought you into this service for a purpose. And um, if you are here, don't think about the one who is not here. Think about yourself. Don't be like the brother who said that, Ah, this message, bah, if they were here, it would have blessed them. But you are here. So allow yourself to be blessed. So shake the next person and tell the person, Allow yourself to be blessed. Forget about who is not here. Hallelujah. We are still preaching from this book, which is our book for the month, the month of unbeatable prosperity. Hallelujah. How many believe that God is prospering you? And how many realize that you are learning about how you can even make wealth as you are understanding more about tithing? So we are talking about uh, this book is why non-tithing Christians become poor and how tithing Christians can become rich. I want to believe that by the end of this uh, month, the whole church is going to become a 100% tithing church. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I mean, with all the things that we are learning, if you still don't pay your tithe, then I don't know what you are trying to do to yourself because curses and other things are all being released. And I don't know why you are not taking a decision to, de to pay your tithe. Esther, are you here? You look very disruptorized. I don't know what is wrong with you. <laughs> are you okay? Look happy. You know, no matter what happens in life, be happy. Satan will want you to be sad. Satan will want you always to look sad, morose, then your head is down, but decide to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Paul said in Philippians 3 verse 3, he said what? Put that scripture there. Oh, who needs scripture? Well, uh, he's clean also. Philippians chapter 3, verse 3. It's a beautiful verse. Can you find it? And put it there. It says that for we are the circumcision. That is who we are. Then he said, which worship God in the spirit. We are not people who are worried too much about things in the flesh. We are, we are spirit people. Can I hear an amen? amen? Then he said, And we rejoice in Christ Jesus. And we have no confidence in the flesh. Wow! Isn't it a good verse? Very powerful verse. Very first time I heard it and I read it, I said, No, this is a good verse. And one of the things that struck me was that we rejoice in Christ. In other words, what makes us happy is not TV or uh, uh, the, 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 the things you watch on TV, what are they? What? Kumkumbagia and all these type of things. It's not alcohol. It's not money that makes you happy. It's not your husband that makes you happy. It's not your wife that makes you happy. It's not the new shoe you have that makes you happy. It's not the wig you have that makes you happy. But what you rejoice in is Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So we may not have money in our pockets, but we are still happy. When we ask Charlie, you could have a million or you could go. so Charlie, she inikutayim, but we are moving because what gives us joy is not the money in our pockets. Yeah, yeah. Amen. That brother says he doesn't like you. Not a problem. The sister says he doesn't like him. Today I was talking to a brother. I said, some sister says he doesn't like him. He has become so. I said, brother, relax. A man in the very wall. Be happy. Amen. Amen. All right. That's not a preaching. But I said, sometimes, oh, pastor, you're mouth and you be. 
status be. Uh huh. Ain't it? Where is status? Status. I feel somebody was blessed by that one. Was somebody blessed by that? Yeah. Now sometimes, Charlie, we can be very sad and, and morose. Your face becomes contorted and twisted and twisted. Today, I'm preaching from chapter 21. Why, hallelujah, tithing is the first step into ministry. Why tithing is the first step into ministry. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, many people want to do ministry. How many of you would like to do ministry? Let me see if I show up. Yeah. How many of you would like to become pastors? Hey, any of you would like to become What does that yourself for? Yeah. Now, if you are here and you don't want to become a pastor, I don't think that... Ah, Josephine didn't raise her hand. You don't want to become a pastor. What are you doing here? She too, she didn't raise her hand. These two girls, what, what, what is the communication that is going on between you? Eh? After all the words you have been hearing, the two of you, you've been chatting. What catch them who say? Sadly, we're young, we see a time also. Share. You have to decide. The work of God is the best thing that you can ever do. Today I was talking to somebody. She sent me a message. She said, she's, uh, she has been doing business, cutting some whatever. And then she said to me, she said, she has come to realize that working for God is the best thing. All the things that she's doing, she's not happy, she's not uh, whatever. You know, so I, I sent her a message. I said, it is a deception. He said, oh, Bishop, it's so true. It's a deception. Sometimes we are deceived into thinking that there's something better than doing the work of God. You know the day that I decided that, listen, the work of God is better than anything. You know, the Bible says that um, God has made us uh, a little lower than the angels, I think in Psalms or so. And he says that he has... Uh, he has glorified us and he has placed us over the works of his hands. You know, and I realized that the only way you can enjoy the glory of God in your life is when you do the work of God. Because the Bible says that when Adam and Eve fell, they fell from the glory of God. Isn't that what the Bible says? It says that all has sinned and come short of the... Just put up the power. The power. If not, remove the battery. <laughs> yeah, open the back and remove the battery. Give it to someone who can do it. Otherwise, it, yes, it will still be doing that. Mm, so, can you give it to somebody to do it? Yeah. So, um, we fall short of the glory of God when we move away from the work of God. So the only thing that will make you come back to the glory of God is when you do the work of God. Yeah? So that is why I do the work of God, so that the glory of God can come upon me. So think again if you are thinking not to do the work of God, but there's nothing better that will give you any glory in life. It's only the work of God. One of our pastors, his father was dying. He has other brothers, some are doctors, engineers, whatever. But he said when the father was dying, the father called him and said, Charlie, you chose the right one. You chose the right one. So, I'm just saying this just so that if you're having another mind, think well. because. So, the reason I'm just asking you is because we are looking at how you can take even your first step into ministry. Whenever you say you want to do ministry, your first step into ministry, tithing. Yeah. Anybody who cannot tithe, I don't think that you are ready for ministry. Oh, yeah. You see, Bishop is saying here that tithing, unlike other free will offerings, 
demands 10% of your life. So, other offerings, that one, it doesn't demand something. That one, whatever you have, like today I, I said first offering. Some of you didn't even mind me. Yeah. And some also brought one CD, some two. I don't know whether there was something in your hand. You lifted your hand, but I don't know whether there was something in it. Some two gave something. It's a free will offering. So that one, it doesn't... Uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't pull something from you. It, it, it's like... Whatever you can give. So it's quite easy. But tithe requires 10%. <laughs> yeah. So when you look at the thing that you have to calculate 10% and take it out, if you are able to do such a thing, then brother, you are called. You are called. You are called. <laughs> so he says that it is therefore the first real contribution that you make towards the work of God. Most other offerings you make are insignificant. An insignificant fraction of your income. Yeah. And by the way, one of the ways you can also try and give a good offering, I heard somebody saying, I thought it was good. That as you take 10% out for your tithe, take another 10% for your offerings. Yeah. And give that also, as your destiny, it's also a blessing. But anyway, the tithe takes away 10% of everything you have done and end for yourself. And that is why tithing is the first serious step towards the things of God. Yeah. And many people fail here. They are not able to handle it as they are starting like this. So, yes, yes, you know. We are not able to handle tithing. And so we fail as we go along. So people become pastors. There are a lot of pastors who don't pay tithing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because they have not learned how to do it. Yeah. And that is why this thing we are talking about, and I'm seriously talking about it to you people, because... If you are not paying tithe, then I don't know what we are doing. Those of you here, you say you want to do ministry, he there. Honey, honey, I love you. Honey, honey, he there. The word of God, you love the word of God. It says give 10%. Yeah. Honey, honey. And I answer, honey, honey. Yeah. Pay 10% of what you have. See, a lot of people can't handle it. And the Bible says that when you do that, you are a thief. You are stealing God's money. Hey, as the next person, are you the reason why Bishop is talking like it? Because the way the message is going, you know. Mm. Tithing therefore puts you in real contact with the work of the ministry. 10% of your life is committed to help things of God. Indeed, there is no greater blessing than the blessing of being called for the work of the Lord. Hey. Wow. Are you there? You know, let me, let me help you with this. You are more important to God than your money. You, you better understand that. Get that clearly, because sometimes that's what some people think. Yeah, but yes, I am. And it's true. There is nothing that can be compared to your money that you are given. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, your, your, your body that you are given, there's nothing that can be compared to it. Yeah. If you give yourself for the work of God, God is more happy with that. But you see, one of the ways also by which we test whether you are even really, really committed to giving that, it's your money. Why is it the Bible didn't say you can't serve God and Satan? But the Bible says that you can't serve God and money. Because the thing that is fighting God is not Satan, it's money. 
you see people not coming to church, they are looking for money. When you see people with money, everything, you see all these things, money. Someday they are going to look for money. So that's the thing that is competing with God. So when you are able to give up that thing for God, that's it. So that is why it is a big test to see whether you can do it. Whether you can do it. Once you can do it, that's it. So, the first point we are looking at today is that tithing is your first step in the obedience of minor instructions that will prepare you for weightier matters of ministry. Should I say that again? Tithing is your first step to the obedience of minor instructions. Minor. Somebody say minor. Minor instructions which will lead you or prepare you for weightier matters of ministry. There is something called weightier matters of ministry. Matthew chapter 23, verse 23. Matthew 23, 23. Look at it. Can we all read it together? Ready, go. Oh, read like soldiers. Go. Matthew chapter 23, verse 23. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you pay tithe of mint and what? And coming and have omitted the weightier matters of the law, judgment, mercy, and faith. These ought ye to have done, and not to leave the other undone. <laughs> so he was talking to the Pharisees, and he said that they are paying tithe of mint. The people, they were wild, though. Mint. <laughs> Things that they were able to pay tithe on. But Jesus was saying that there is something called weightier matters, which is judgment, mercy, and faith. Are you getting it? So, yes, there is these weightier matters. So if these are weightier matters, then it means that the, 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 the tithing is a minor or less weightier matter. So Jesus is saying that you have to you have done this, but you have left this. But he said you should have done this and not leave this one undone. So, if I start paying my tithe, I am beginning to obey some very simple instructions. In fact, tithing is the simplest of the instructions you are going to get. Hey! Into the show, do do. And in India, a death from crowd was over your ministry. When a death from crowd, just say, when a yes, simplest of all the instructions, I am a person of the mouth. And they are not our brain. Part one in here. I say, Vinima, your work, a natural exam work, said form one, who said, class six, who said, then to me, pass it. Now, common entrance, don't to me, pass it. Now, someone, your common entrance, oh, your time, class six, we will call form one. To go to form one, you write common entrance exams. Yeah. You have to get a minimum of about 250, 250. Yes, if you get anything lower, when your school be uncle. <laughs> hey! But now you do JS, JHS. So, BEC, you can't pass BEC. Hey! Is it the, the other one? What's the other one called? What seat that you are going to pass? Or is it the first university exam, FUE, that you are going to pass? My friend, forget it. So, ask the next person, Charlie, are you failing at this first one? Demand an answer. Who be say you are where you were near to unchair? And now, what is how you are guilty? Who failing or not? And listen, all of you, I have your tight records. I'm looking with my eyes like this. As you are sitting here, you are smiling, smiling, smiling. Because the thing here, you must smile so that nobody will know that it's you. 
but you don't pay tithe. Hey, I'm waiting for some big money to come. Then I'll pay the tithe. God didn't say wait for some big money. So whatever comes into your hands, 10% of it is for God. Jeff, pay, obey simple instruction. When are you going to When are the people going to And you open your mouth on your baby. Or see judgment. When God starts judging you on some things, my brother, you begin to shake. Matters of mercy. Being able to show mercy. And sometimes you find yourself in situations that it's so difficult to show mercy. If you can't do tithing, you can't do that one. Matters of faith. Your belief in God. I'm telling you, sometimes things go so hard. Tough. You, 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 you will easily want to give up. How many of it has occurred to you? Say, Nyamesumi Kura. Everybody here, including me. I'm telling you. So you see that it takes something else to be able to. Even when you start paying your tithe like that, you see that even you can still believe to move on. <laughs> with your matters. Tell somebody with your matters. Tell him, pass the first test so that you can go to the second. Luke chapter 16, verse 10. This is Jesus speaking of very nice things that Jesus was saying. Look at what Jesus said. He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. Wow. And he that is unjust in the least is also unjust in much. What was Jesus saying? Anybody who is faithful when it comes to little that comes into his hands, he will do it. He will pay his tithe. He will do it. Such a person, when he has much, he will also pay his tithe. You may think that, oh, but it's true. Once you are faithful in little, you'll be faithful in much. And that is why if you are choosing somebody to work with, look at the person's faithfulness in little things. If you give the person small, he doesn't do it. He doesn't like it. Know that if you give the person, he will still not appreciate it. looking for somebody to work with. I'm looking for somebody that when I give him small something, go and do this. The person runs to do it. When I give this run to the, so this person is going to be a good person. I can give a big work to this person. And that is how God relates with us. He's watching you with the little money he has given to you. And now you have 20 cities to me, my two cities, you know. You have my show, my thousand work. You think that, uh, but why? Why is it that me alone, I'm not getting some of this money? It's because God is watching you. He can see that you are not faithful in little. I have been faithful in little. I have been there when I have been giving two, three people, teach them, talk to them, do this. I have been there when I have had small church. This, that, I've been faithful. I've been there when I've had church with thousands of people. I've been giving that to. <laughs> yeah. If you are faithful in little, you'll be faithful. If you are unjust in little, it's just by inference. You will be unjust in much. We won't give you the much. That's how God operates. Are you there deciding to go back home? So he says, oh, your thing, why does it keep going up? Why can't we solve this problem? It has been there for years, pal. Hmm. Ever since I came, every time the thing just keeps going up. We should solve it. Verse 11, what does it say? Yes. Hey, read your Bible. Everybody, read your Bible because the screen people, they are not helping us. And solve the screen problem. 
If therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? Who should give you true riches? If even the unrighteous mammon that will not take you anywhere. Small money, Ghana money. Ghana money now, who are near Mao, American money, and England money. And yeah, So, England money will never come. And that is even not the true riches. True riches, man, God is blessing you with true riches. Then he says in verse 12, he said, And if you have not been faithful in which is another man's, who will give you that which is your own? So three things God is looking at. Number one, faithful in little things. Number two, faithful in unrighteous mammon. And number three, faithful in somebody else's own. How do you get your own? You want to have your own. And so, so Obishop or How will you have your own? You don't like the message you see. That will work. You will not have your own. And that is why some people never... You are staying with somebody. You are stealing the person's things. You are doing things. That, do you think that you two, you will have your own house and you will be there with people? You will have it. Let me move on. Now, the way people are quiet, you know, I don't like it. Number two. Paying your tithe is your first step towards the understanding of... Towards understanding God's pattern for ministry. Towards what? Understanding God's pattern for ministry. Hallelujah. And we need to understand it. What is God's pattern for ministry? What is God's mind when it comes to ministry? 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 7. We see God's mind. For ministry. What is his mind? He says that who goeth a warfare anytime at his own charge? Who is going to fight, do things at his own charge? Who planted a vineyard and eateth not of the fruit thereof? Or who feedeth the flock and eateth not of the milk of the flock? Hey, if you are having flock, a lot of goats, a lot of sheep, and all that, and you are hungry, what will you do? Take some and eat. If you want milk to drink, your cow is there. What's the milk called? There be chicken and me and milk. So, that is the pattern for God. Verse 8. Say I these things as a man, or say not the Lord the same also. What does the Lord say? Verse 9. For it is written in the law of Moses, Thou shalt not muzzle the mouth of the ox that treaded out the corn. In other words, when the ox is carrying the thing and is treading the corn, don't put anything in the mouth of the ox that it shouldn't eat some. How do you expect the ox to do the work? After some time, I will not do it again. So release the mouth of the ox so that as it is working, it will be eating some. Eating some. Then it will be doing the work. It will have you to be doing the work. That is it. Thou shalt not muzzle the mouth of the ox that treaded the corn. Does God take care for the oxen? Oh yes, he does. He does. Verse 10. Or saith he altogether for our sakes, for our sakes no doubt it is written, that he that ploweth should plow in hope. Anybody who is plowing must do it in hope. Why? And that he that dresseth in hope should be partaker of his hope. <laughs> May you be partaker of the hope that you have. No, you cannot do the work of ministry and not enjoy. That is God's plan. And so he says that, plow in hope and be a partaker of the thing that you are hoping in. 
Verse 11. If we have sown unto you spiritual things, is it a great thing if we shall reap your carnal things? No. Verse 12. If others be partakers of this power over you, are we not rather? Nevertheless, we have not used this power, but we suffer all things, lest we should hinder the gospel of Christ. Verse 13. Do you not know that they which minister about holy things live of the things of the temple? Hey. And they which wait at the altar are partakers with the altar? Verse 14. Even so has the Lord ordained. Now this is the pattern for ministry. That they which preach the gospel should live of the gospel. This is the pattern of ministry. That they we preach should live of the gospel. And so, your first step into ministry must be to understand that this is what God requires. If God requires this, then what it means is that God needs my tithe so that they who are preaching, they can also live of the gospel. In other words, what God is saying is that you must begin to understand, even as your first step, before one day you two become a full-time minister or whatever, understand that the preacher who is standing in front of you preaching, eh, if you don't pay your tithe, he cannot be paid. And there will be no more preaching. You like it like that? <laughs> Joseph, that is what God has ordained. That the, the way the thing must go is that I must live up the, the gospel. And how is it? It is by you paying your tithe. If you don't pay your tithe, that's it. I don't have anything. That understanding must come to you. And when you begin to understand it, you will easily want to give your tithe. Because you know that, ah, this thing is needed for the work, if I don't do it. In fact, when you read Malachi, uh, Nehemiah chapter 13, Nehemiah chapter 13, verse 10. Are you here? And I'm going to Why are you Today, you're very quiet. Today's message is not the he type. It's the, it's the precept upon precept. <laughs> here, a little, there, a little. It's like, those who say you want to do ministry, what would you have a power? And I perceived that the portions of the Levites, in other words, the pastors, had not been given them. <laughs> they have not received their salary. They have not received their money. For the Levites and the singers that did the work were fled every man to his field. We are not being paid. Why? Verse 11. Then contended I, this Nehemiah, because he saw that the people, the pastors had run away. Why are the pastors run away? <laughs> you see, Nehemiah was a church builder. If you want to know about church building, read Nehemiah. And today is the builder's service. Are you here? Are you here? Are you here? So, the Nehemiahs that are seated here, because you are the builders of the church. You must rise up. Because Nehemiah said, I contended with the rulers and I said, why is the house of God forsaken? How is it that people are not paying their tithe? He said, and I gathered them together and I set them in their place. Charlie, the guy was wild. Verse 12. What did he do? He said, then when he did that, all Judah brought the tithe. <laughs> all Judah brought the tithe of the corn and the wine and the oil onto the treasuries. The treasuries are there. Now move for tithe them back. Into treasury now you're empty. Nehemiah said, Listen, we cannot sit down, the pastors will run away from the church. He will come and I say, Where's Bishop? Oh, he has gone to a crowd, also, you must rise up and say, listen, those of you who don't pay tithe, you are spoiling the ministry. 
Those of you who come here, you say you are, you are shepherds, you are this, you don't pay tithe. Maybe ordinary members, we can't be too distant on them. But you who must understand the first step to ministry, you must be able to pay your tithe. Is it a blessing? I thought you put your hands together for Jesus. So in Deuteronomy 14, verse 22, he said, Thou shalt truly tithe all the increase of the seed that the field bringeth forth year by year. And you shall eat before the Lord thy God in the place which he shall choose to place his name there. The tithe of the corn, the tithe of the wine, the oil, the firstlings of your heads and your flocks, that you may learn to fear the Lord your God always. Number three. Hey. Two points when you Two points. Jonathan, how are you feeling? It's entering power, Charlie. So number one, we said what? The first step to what? Obedience of minor things. And number two is what? The first step to understanding. Understanding them, dear Mamono. The God's parting for ministry. That's the parting for ministry. That the pastors will eat from the offering and the tithe. So you've got to bring it. Number three. Paying your tithe is your first step towards respecting the ministry. Respecting the ministry. Oh, yeah. A lot of people don't respect the work of God. And that is why they will not see why they should bring their money. In fact, some people think, why should I send the money to the listen so that the pastor will eat it? <laughs> Have you heard that thing before? What is it can be In fact, somebody went to a pastor's house and he saw satellite dish there. He said, Hey! Hey! The tithe has been used to buy satellite dish. <laughs> Is that the pastor should have satellite dish in his house? Is that the pastor should he enjoy? There are certain places the people buy the things the, the, it's like when they come. Soap. How many soap? Soap. Six. Okay? Use six. When they finish, we'll bring some again. They come and check. Toilet roll. Five. Use. Then they come and look in the toilet every day. Why should you be coming to look in my toilet? You'll be coming to look in my toilet whether my toilet is finished. You, when your toilet is finished, they are come to your house to come and check. Why is it that you come to my house to come and check my toilet roll? It's not fair. No respect to. No respect. These are things that happen in some other churches. And you calculate the pastor. Pastor Bomadi, why you should wait for this man? Where Bomadi? The Bible says, "Asan, asan, the Bible." Why? No respect. But you, you in your house, when you are using, do people come and check? Asana, 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 inside. You have your thing. You use it the way you want to. Toilet so you use it freely. Who release it? Paper no sir. Ana, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. The pastor now should be careful about the way he's using the toilet room. No respect. And that is why sometimes when you go to the Bible school, Marjorie, I don't know whether when you were there you saw some, you see some people, they are not correct and they are walking there in the Bible school. Because when they look at the thing, eh, when you almost say, eh, Bible school, no monko, no monko. Yeah. Bishop had to be preaching about it and he stopped. People used to bring, you see the Somebody's head big like this. Hydrocephalus. Then he has come. He has come to Bible school. He has checked you on tears your own. Because he has been in the Bible school. He has turned into Bible school. No respect. So one day you see this person is coming to officiate your wedding, whether you like it. People are some way. One day somebody met Bishop at a restaurant somewhere. Say, hey, so you have brought the title, you come to eat it, you see. Ah! It's like, 
respect to social people, you see them. The people who talk like that, they are the people who don't pay title. They complain, they say, they, they say a whole lot of things about pastors. I'm talking to you people because I know you are all becoming pastors. I want you to understand so that when somebody is asking you too, you can explain. Yeah. That's why I'm not preaching this on a Sunday. Because Sunday people, they, they, are, they will just be looking at you and say they don't understand. They, they want to hear open heavens, they want to hear, but you people, wait till your matters. And they cry, they cry, they see, and I'm a bass or a cry. Wabba, 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 they see. See, they made them out of. Respect. As soon as you have respect, you will bring your time. I've had respect for the things of God. I've had respect. I've always respected the things of God. Say, hey, this thing, God. I need to do it. Show respect. And I respect the people who do the work of God. Those days when I wasn't there, I respected the people who do the work of God. That they must be doing something very great. When you don't respect what I'm doing, that's why you will not see why you should pay your time. But when you begin to respect the work of a pastor, he watches over your soul, praying for you. Sometimes you may not even know, but... It's because you have a covering, a covering, a covering, a covering. That is why you are still alive. Maybe you should have been dead by now. But because there's somebody there praying for you, standing in the gap. The Bible says that strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. And maybe because there's somebody. So what should have come to you is coming to him. He's receiving it on your behalf. See the pastor going through all sorts of things. You don't even know why. Because he's standing there. He's ensuring that they shouldn't do. Yeah. One of the days when I was praying, I was praying for some people. And I felt that Satan was not happy. That I was praying for the people here. I was standing here praying, Lord, bless them, bless them. Praying for you, praying. Satan was not happy. This guy cried. Why is he he standing there? So you may not know. Even respect what is being done. A lot is being done. And that is why you will want to take your 10% and say, Lord, for what is being done, let me give my tithe so that this person can also be paid. I thought somebody would put your hands together. Number four, paying your tithe is your first step towards understanding the inner workings of ministry. It's just like the other one that I said, the pattern work of God because this one also has to do with uh, what the money is being used for. You see, there are people who are close who know. People like Maggie, they know what the money is being used for, what we are trying to do. You see, you may look at it, you see that a lot of work that must go on. (laughs) A lot of what we are thinking all the time. They are part of the building committee. I'm always on them. We are doing it. We have to clear this, do this. It's, it's, it's inner workings. It's not only for salary. It's like, oh, eh, why? The pastor will chop. And that one, I, I know that there are some people to that's what they do. So sometimes people, no, well, there are some places when they take the offering right there and then, or not their check offering, no. it doesn't go into anything. But by the grace of God, this church, we are not like that. I said, by the grace of God, this church, we are not like that. We try to use the money to build the church, to do things for the church. Sometimes when we are asking, is that now it's a lot on us. We want to do people to also help. But really, these are the inner workings. You should ask Pastor Richard. He's there. Administrator, we are doing this, buying this. Build board that we have to do. You may see the Jesus thing happening. But there are other things going on. Meetings that we are holding. Today I was here. We got an electrician to come and fix this light. <laughs> and this light is, is halogen lamp. These days people don't use halogen. Halogen. But these ones are LED. 
They just come on when you see them. Now people are going LED. Yeah, that's who halogen. So see free halogen. Near called LED. These are inner workings. You may not know. When you come and sit down, the light has come. Yeah. We need the tide. So, ministry people, you must understand better than the ordinary church member. I'm talking to you about the ordinary church member. When I explain this, you know, I don't know how can I But you are different. Uh, very soon, you too may become a full-time minister. We'll be here. So we need some people to be full-time minister. They will be paying you from the church. Then you see that. Ah, sad day. I should have allowed Bishop to preach and, and told him to preach it more. Because I was happy there. I don't know. It will are you here decided to go back home? Tell somebody in our weddings. All these chairs that are here, it's not for us. They are rented chairs. You didn't know? Yeah. In our weddings. We can't afford to buy a new one, but we want you to have a chair to sit on. In the bending. Okay, let's go and arrange for some to be here so that you can sit on. As we see if you will pay your tithe, now you're there to be. In our weekends, you have no idea. People must be brought to church. As you see them sitting there, it's not just not. And the thing is that genuinely there are some people, they cannot come. We have to find a way of helping them to come to church. We pay for the buses. Charlie, in the inner workings, no one but I am explaining so that you will understand. My brother, every time I forget your name. Zenas. I know that there's always a Z somewhere, but I can't remember the Zenas. If you don't pay, then I don't know what will happen to the other person. You must understand better. Hey. Maminya na so, number one is what? You must what? Your first step is your first step to what? Obedience of what? Minor instructions. And this one is the minor one. And number two is what? It's your first step of understanding the pattern of what? Ministry. God's pattern of ministry. Number three is what? Respecting. The ministry. Would you bow and my ministry? Number four. Inner workings. Are you understanding the inner workings now? I just gave you one or two. We have to chisel walls, break walls. You have no idea. We have to build. There's a wall at the back there. It's gone. And people are jumping into the place. The other day they say somebody saw somebody walking around the air condition. Hey, hey, you know, there's no wall. By the time we can, they have stolen all our things and gone. Because there's no wall. And because the people are not paying the tithe. Sometimes you look at it, you think, it's just some few people who pay the thing. Tithe. There's some 20% being it here. Because we have a meeting now, you must be explaining Inner workings. Somebody say inner workings. Number five, paying your tithe is your first step towards a real contribution to ministry. Real contribution. Hey. Bishop says that perhaps one day you will work full time for the Lord. But until then, your tithe is your first real contribution to the ministry. And your tithe represents 10% of your time your effort, your work, and your money. It is a very substantial contribution to God's work. 10%. Yeah. It's not everything you can do. So your, this thing comes to support to do it. You are giving 10%. Isn't it nice? Number six. Paying your tithe is your first step towards appreciating the work of a priest. Hmm? And like I said, people don't respect the work of the pastors. But when you begin to pay tithe, you are beginning to appreciate the work of the priests. 
That's why you will not be happy that the pastor has a, a satellite dish. At least, pastor, listen to me. I you are not happy that he has a satellite dish. Hey, come and see. Satellite dish. What is satellite dish? Ah. I was in South Africa. I was driving through Soweto. Uh, some of these places in Johannesburg. Sharks. You see, everybody. Kiosks. Things, they all have this thing. Even when you go to Freetown. Freetown, some... What will areas? Everybody has a satellite dish. And even here, as I've been moving, I see satellite dish. I get amazed. People have satellite dish everywhere. I say, hey, people have money two and three. Who are Go TV? Who are DSTV? Who are Multi TV? Who are Strong TV? Look at that. Appreciate your pastor. Appreciate. This is what makes the pastor also want to give himself. Sometimes when I see people supporting in some I don't know what it is, but something just gets fed up in me. Then I, I want to do the work more. I want to do the work more. Because I see people appreciate the thing. And I want to do it more. Appreciate the pastor. And if you don't have any way of appreciating, your type is your first step to showing the appreciation. And finally, number seven, paying your tithe is the first step towards a covenant. A covenant. You know, God made a covenant with Aaron. And Aaron became a priest forever. The covenant stated that Aaron's descendants will be priests who have no inheritance but the Lord. Their inheritance is the Lord. So every time you pay tithe, you demonstrate your understanding of God's covenant with the priesthood. This prepares you for your own covenant of ministry with God. Exodus chapter 30, verse 30. And you shall anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them that they may minister unto me in the priest's office. And thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel, saying, This shall be a holy anointing oil throughout your generation. Numbers 18, 19. And all the offerings of the holy gifts which the sons of Israel offer to the Lord I have given to you and your sons and your daughters as a perpetual allotment. It is an everlasting covenant of salt before the Lord to you and your descendants. Then the Lord said to Aaron, You shall have no inheritance in your land, nor own any portion among them. I am your portion and your inheritance among the sons of Israel. So God says that, oh dear, man, how are doing anything? Go and don't go searching for things that people are searching for. You just come and do my work. I am having a covenant with you. I am your portion. You don't have any of the lands that the people are having. I am your portion. How am I going to be this thing? It's how the people also will bring their tithe. So that's the covenant that God made with Aaron. And once you connect with this thing, you are also entering into a covenant with God. Covenants are very powerful. I remember when I started working, well, not when I started, when I was working, but I got another job somewhere. And that job, I was doing the work of a salesperson. I tell you, it's not a simple thing. The place where I was working, we were selling cars. Brand new cars, they bring them from Germany. It's a very big company. And we're selling BMW. Bavarian Motor Works. That's the meaning of BMW. Uh, people say, be my wife. It's not be my wife. Bavarian Motor Works. Yes. That's where they started making it. And then, so they gave it that name, BMW. Yeah. And I tell you, it's not easy to sell that car 
the price of one car is like a house. And many times when you go to people, they tell you, well, you, don't, you think I don't know what to do with my money. What kind of work is this? When I started the thing, I said, Lord, I want to enter into a covenant with you. And the covenant is that if you help me to pay, sell any car you help me to sell, I will also give you 20% tithe. It's a twice. But you can make 10. But I wanted to take the thing to another level because anybody who enters into this covenant, God takes you very seriously. Oh yeah, God likes you. When Jacob made the covenant in Genesis 28, I think verse 20 or so, 22, God, he, he said, Lord, if you would see me through this journey and you would give me food to eat and you give me clothes to wear, he said, I will surely give you a tent. That is the tithe. I'll give you a tenth of all that you have given me. And God was very happy with Joseph, uh, Jacob. And that's how come today we see the Israelites. They are very blessed because of this covenant that he made with the Lord. When I made that covenant with the Lord, the first month that I started working, usually when you go there, because the thing is so difficult to sell, they'll give you three months probation. Who is this you? Because I didn't tell you a thing. Hey! But my first month, no, I sold my first car. Oh, yeah. I sold my... They said it's a record. It's never happened in the company before that. Somebody comes, your first month, no, you are able to sell BMW. And that was the beginning of more things to come. Following months, sold two, three. So, oh, I was selling. There was a time, even my boss came to me and said, Charlie, you know, I am not meeting my target. I see you have a lot of cars you have sold. Give me some of your cars. And that thing even became a problem for me because my boss... My senior boss found out that I had given one of my cars to my immediate boss. Yeah. Just because of the covenant. 20%. And I was voted the best salesman. That was my first year of working there. It has never happened in the company before. Nobody has come to work there in the first year. Best salesman. Usually it's the managers who have made the first year. It's that somebody who just comes. It was all over the place. But they didn't know my secret. My secret was my covenant. Covenant of the time. May you also enter into a covenant with the Lord. And by your covenant, may you excel in life. May you progress to the place where God has ordained for you. May you achieve your targets. May you do well and excel at your workplace. Because of your covenant with the Lord, may you receive help from above. Because you are going to obey minor instructions. And because you are going to have understanding of the patterns and the workings of the ministry. May you enjoy the goodness and the riches of the Lord. May God himself exalt you. May God himself plant you where he wants you to be. May you always be blessed everywhere you go. May money not be a problem for you. As you are faithful in little, may God give you much. As you are faithful in little, may God give you much. As you are faithful in little, may God give you much. As you are faithful in unrighteous mammon, may you receive true riches. In the name of Jesus Christ. And as you are faithful in what is another man's own, it's not your own, but you are faithful in it, may God give you that which is your own. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hand and begin to talk to God. Talk to God. Some of you may even want to enter into a covenant with the Lord concerning your tithe. Maybe there's something you are doing and it's not working. Maybe the covenant will make a way. Hannah understood it when she said, I will give my, my baby, my first child to you. It was the tithe that she gave to God. She said, take my baby. And after that, God gave her five more children. I don't know, but some of us need to enter into a certain covenant with the Lord. Your business is not working. Something is not working. Why don't you give yourself to a covenant with the Lord? As far as your tithe is concerned. Tell God, if you do this for me, I'll also do this. Make that covenant with the Lord. And prove God in this. If you will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. And bless you more than you can carry. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. We thank you, O oh God. We give ourselves to the pain of tithe. We give ourselves to the understanding of the inner workings of the ministry and the patterns of the ministry. Father, we pray that we will please you. 
as we pay our tithe. May your will be done in our lives. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name we pray. And as every head is bowed, all eyes closed, maybe you are here, somebody invited you. You are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, you want to give your life to Jesus. So, Pastor, don't want my Jesus. Lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to be born again. Tonight is an opportunity to be saved. Father, we thank you. We bless you for salvation in this house. May we never lose sight of the reason why you saved us. That we will also save others. Help us to be a church that is churning our souls all the time. An industrialized church. A church of soul winners. Father, thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wow.